Hey, it is great to be here tonight. I'm just excited about what God is doing um, at Heart of the City Church. I love your pastors, Pastor J.O. and Ray Dean, and just uh, so appreciate their hearts and their, their spirits. Uh, uh, J.O.'s going to come back and preach to our church again this year. And they just, when he came the first time, they loved him. And uh, everybody was like, man, he preached like he's black. <laughs> I said, I told you all he's a soul, brother. <laughs> but we, 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 we love you. It's, it's a joy to be here with uh, Patrick and just so appreciate him and just love him and his family and just the real uh, deposit they've placed in our lives and our church over the years. They've just been a an inspiration up close and afar for even before I even started pastoring the church. I would hear about the Kiteleys and hear about Shiloh and all that God has done. So we just love them. It's great to be with Jerusha and just appreciate what God is doing in her heart and, and just her family and the legacy and the heritage. We just uh, just appreciate it. So it's glad to be here. I also have my uh, sister here tonight, Sonda. You want to just wave, everybody? She's here from uh, Via Spokane, and so uh, she's like, hey, I'm going to drive down. I'm like, come on, it'll be, it'll, be great to, it'll be great to see you. I got kind of tickled today when Jerusha was sharing about how the Lord told her to sing, right? And usually, I, you know, I can carry it. If you have to carry a tune 20 yards, I can get it about seven and a half. <laughs> then after seven and a half yards, it kind of falls off or whatever. You know, and I was going to try to do something on the piano, but I didn't get a chance to work out the chord progression. So I'm, I'm going to save myself that humiliation. But uh, uh, we were just praying this morning, De uh, Dion and I, and, and just this old, it's like an old school song that just came in my heart. Uh, just one of those old Negro, African-American, down-home, collard greens and catfish. It says, goes like this. Walk with me, Lord. Walk with me. Walk with me, Lord. Walk with me as I travel this tedious journey. I want Jesus to walk with me. Hold my hand, Lord. Hold my hand, hold my hand, Lord, hold my hand. As I walk this tedious journey, I want Jesus to walk with me. Hold my soul, Lord. Hold my soul. This is where you get the cornbread and start licking up the juice. Hold my soul, Lord. Hold my soul. 
God, as I travel, Lord, this tedious journey, I want Jesus to walk with me. Hallelujah. Come on, give him some praise. God, you're worthy. God, you're worthy. Go ahead and sit down. Now, now that that humiliation is over with. Just want to prophetically encourage you I used up half my time doing that. <laughs> I got prelay, okay. I want to encourage you today. So whenever you think about a dream or you think about visions, there's like different components to it, right? So it would be foolish to have a dream and have a vision and think it's just going to happen by osmosis. It's not going to require any planning, any strategy, any hard work, or any kind of investment. Just that's what you call it, just an imagination and a fantasy, right? Um, a dream is not just doing the hard work and slaving and laboring and that kind of thing. But the, all, those, all those components are very, very necessary. In a gathering like this, what God does is God imparts an element to help you, to help us fulfill what he's calling us to do, and what he's calling us to be, right? And what that is, is that it's that prophetic impartation. And the best way to explain it is like this. It's the invisible, intangible substance that over time turns into reality. It's what fuels the boat. It's what fuels the house. It's what fuels you to read your scriptures. It's what fuels you to go through the hard time. It's what fuels you to deal with some of the idiotic stuff you have to deal with. It's what fuels you to overcome the obstacles. It's what fuels you to deal with the demonic opposition that comes to you. It's what fuels you to say, I'm going to keep going even though the pressure is all around you. And that's that dream fuel that dream uh, uh, substance, that dream energy. And so I want to just kind of, I want to kind of speak to that tonight. And I want to I encourage you. I want to encourage you for the house of God, but also I want to encourage you for your own lives as well. See, we're dream travelers. God is a dreamer. God himself is a dreamer. Think about creation. God said, in the beginning, let there be. I mean, he, he, he had to think about that. He had to imagine, what would it be like if we created a world? What would it be like if we created the earth? What would it be like if we put a sun and moon and the galaxies? What would it be like if we placed humanity on that and we, and we created humanity with, a, with a, uh, a, a, a wonderful, unique ability to choose and have choice and, and a, uh, a, uh, an ability to love us? God's a dreamer. 
And God's always looking for dreamers to dream with him. You know, if you would go to a concert or like, you know, one of these rap concerts and stuff like that, we had one in our church. And, and uh, I, I was like, you know, I'm kind of old school R&B and that kind of thing. And some of the kids, they were like, hey, just like this. And I'm just thinking, man, is that all they're going to do all night long is... And the, and the guys, when they would shout, they're like, are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? And I think sometime from heaven, God is saying, I'm dreaming. Are you with me? 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 Come on, somebody. So God allows us to dream. I love the story of Abraham because our construct that we live in, or we can say our house or our parameters that we live in, many times they're not conducive to what God desires to do because we're limited by our walls, we're limited by our ceiling, we're limited by our floors, we're limited by our doors, we're limited about the, by the experiences that took place within those confines. And so God says, I have a dream, and he's talking to Abraham, and he says, I want you to dream with me. But in order for you to dream with me, you got to do something. What's that, Pops? I want you to step outside of your tent, and I want you to look up. I want to stretch the parameters of your imagination. I want to stretch the parameters of, uh, 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 of your environment. I want to break you out of your context. I want to take you out of a, a earthly mode. And I want you to look up into the stratosphere. And I want to expand your capacity to see and your, expand your capacity. Even though you and your wife can't get it done. You can, that's a word for somebody right there. Even though naturally it can't work out, naturally it's not being done. My God, can I just preach for one little second? Uh, there is a God uh, who calls those things as not as though they are. So Abraham, step out. What do you see? God, I'm seeing stars. Okay, you're getting closer. You're getting, you're getting closer. Count them. Come on, God, are you kidding me? I can't count all these stars. Oh, you can't? Let me tell you something. You see these stars in the heaven? Come on and dream with me, boy. You're going to have, your descendants are going to be like the stars of the heaven. Abraham's like, hold on a minute, homie. Are you aware of my situation? Are you aware of my circumstance? Are you aware of what's going on? God's like, stop, stop. Stop. It's not about if I'm aware of your situation. But my son, are you aware of my situation? Are you aware of what I can do? Are you aware of who I am? So God has to break him open. And he has to download into a spirit. He has to download into his, 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 uh, his, psyche and his mind and his heart and put something in him so that even though he's walking around Canaan going from place to place and the dust from the ground is uh, wedging in between his toenails 
and his servants and the cattle are like, where is he going? What is happening? He's walking around not just looking at Canaan land, but he's walking around looking at a dream of what the father told him he was going to bring forth. See, you're in a church that has a dream. You're in, you're, 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 you're in a church where... Uh, 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 a little boy from South Carolina uh, ste- uh, got a, God got a hold of him and one day said I want you to step outside of your confines and look up and dream a little bit now having said all that let me move real quickly this is called the sound right am I, am I in the right place am I in the right place this is, this is called the sound right is that correct the sound so God calls us to dream, but then, there's the, there, then there are those things that help fuel the dream and pour gasoline. Now, I'm, I'm a pastor. I've been a pastor for a while, and I understand that God doesn't do everything right away, right? So there's process. We don't like process. Process goes too slow. Process is boring process we can't see anything happening but it's during that time of processing that God is working into the fab because listen God could just give the manifestation just like that but God's not just concerned with manifestations God's concerned with total makeover with total makeover and so what God does is God comes and he works inside of our hearts in our lives and the dream is there we see it and sometimes we agonize because it seems like so far away, this type of thing. Da, 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 da. But that's all a part of the process. Nudge your neighbor and say, that's all a part of the process. Because God is making you the dreamer into his image. Our goal, our, our, our goal, our goal is not just to, oh, man, I got the dream. No, we, we, the, the, the bottom line for us as believers, I mean, the bottom line of everything is not what we accomplish. The bottom line is not what we do. The bottom line for us as believers is how our lives are transformed and we are conformed more into the image of Jesus Christ. That's, that's, you know, that, that, that's the bottom line. Okay, so we understand the process. I want to I, I just kind of put that pillar right there so that we can have some, uh, some balance in terms of what, in terms of that. Now, this is called the sound. And a lot of times what we do is we say, we're waiting for a sound to come from heaven. How many are waiting for a sound to come to heaven? God, we, we, we want to hear a sound from heaven. But let me just flip the script just a little bit. Sometimes it's not so much us waiting to hear a sound from heaven. Sometimes it's God waiting to hear a sound from earth. Come on, somebody. God is waiting to hear a sound from earth. See, listen. When God gets, I got to hurry up here. When God gets Moses' attention, God comes to Moses and says to Moses, he said, Moses, he said, I have seen their afflictions. I have heard their crying. See, we know it was prophesied a long time ago, but it was the cry, God said, I heard 
a sound from earth. Now, you could just preach that. God heard Hannah. Come on, somebody. God, God, uh, 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 God heard Samson. Come on, somebody. God heard Abraham. God heard Elijah. Elijah, go pray. He goes up to the mountain seven times, puts his head between his legs. Come on, somebody. That's the position of a woman travailing, trying to give birth. He cries out seven times. God said, what is going on down there? What is wrong with that child? Has that boy lost his, is he constipated? So he's travailing. He's travailing. And then, watch this. God hears him. See, sometimes hearing is seeing. Sometimes God shows you something, and that's the equivalent to hearing. So Elijah said he sees a cloud the size of a man's hand. So he tells Ahab and those guys, he said, look, get up. Why? Because I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. But the, pre- the, the, the precursor to hearing the sound of the abundance of rain was the sound God heard of his prophet praying on earth. Jeremiah, I'm almost done. Jeremiah 33, 3. Call unto me, and I will answer you, and I will show you. Come on, somebody. I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. Now, Watch the sound. Where's the sound coming from? Now, we don't got time to talk about all the historical pieces about that and, 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 and as far as the, the captivity and, and, uh, and, and all of that kind of stuff. But we're going to just kind of pull this out, extrapolate, and just talk about, just get this right here. So the, where's the sound come from? The sound that motivates God is the call. You call to me. God, God. Jesus you, Jesus, you hear something? God. Holy Spirit, you hear something? God. Father, you hear something? God. Angels in heaven, you guys hear something? God. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it's coming, uh, coming across clear. It's, it's, it's no static. It's, it's like none of that. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? God hears. He said, call to me and I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. About a year ago, a year and a half ago, I got to my office. And I said, you know, I want to pray. So I said, if I stay in my office, I'm not going to be able to pray because the phone's going to be ringing. People are going to be trying to come through. So I went and I hid upstairs in like a conference room. We had a big white board. And so I just felt led. I hadn't really done this before. I wrote in big letters, call unto me, and I will show you great and mighty things you do not know. So I set the table right in front of the board, and I said, I'm going to pray this verse. Now, let's don't get legalistic about this. You know, this is not a methodology to pray a scripture. This is just what happened that time. I prayed other scriptures that nothing's happened like that. All right, so you feel me? It's not a methodology. It's not a 
how to get God to move. He's, it's relational. Come on, not, it's not rules, and re rules regulated. So I said, okay, I'm going to pray the scripture for about an hour. So I took the word call, call, call. I thought I prayed every scripture I could think of about call unto me. Now, who is me? It's, it's, it's God. Who is God? He's my provider. He's my supplier. Call me and I will answer you. What is an answer? That means God's going to reply. He's going to respond. I will show you great and mighty things. What does that mean? He's going to show me things that are outside the realm of my knowledge and my understanding. So I got through praying. I said, okay, I got to go down there and I got to, you know, take my calls, that kind of stuff. And I got ready to get up and the Lord said, sit back down. So I sat back down. And he said, just be quiet. Just be quiet. Don't say anything else. Just be quiet. So I sat down, and I was quiet. And the Spirit of God, in a, just a beautiful, small voice, he said this to me. Watch me do the impossible. I heard it ever so faintly. Watch me do the impossible. So I went down. I said, honey. I called my wife. I said, honey, I just heard God speak. She said, what did he tell you? He said, watch me do the impossible. Let me tell you what happened. Now, our church is, 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 was, quote, unquote, in the hood, right? <laughs> Not the hood anymore, but it was, it, it was, it was the hood. You don't, have, you, have, you don't have people that have a lot of money. Folks, a lot of folks are struggling. Some folks on public assistance. And that, because I, I didn't ask you about all of that. I just told you to call on me and I'll answer you and show you great and mighty things. Fast forward, I gotta make this quick. So, we had been praying because of the change in the neighborhood. A lot of people who once lived in our neighborhood, they moved out to Gresham. And so we're praying, God, we wanna get a spot out there. We wanna get a spot out there. Lord, help us, help us, help us, help us. This building comes open, right? This building comes open. And uh, we're like, let's go for it. Let's go. We pray. Let's go for it. We asked me how much money we had. We had zero, zero, no money, no dinero, no tango dinero, none, nada. So, but we felt God wants to have the bills. We just start going after it. So the, uh, we, uh, we called the realtor and um, we asked him, we said, how much do you want for this building? Now, they had just sold the building a couple years ago for like about $3.2 million, right? And so... I remember Pastor D Brother Iverson said, a lot of times Christians don't get what they're going after because they don't want to pay the full price. So I told realtor, I said, ask them how much they want. And they said, well, hey, we want, we want to, we'll get rid of it for like $1.7 I said, tell them we'll make an offer on it. <laughs> tell them make an offer on it. And in the back of my mind, I could, I could hear the devil said, Negro, are you crazy? <laughs> Are you crazy? So the guy says, okay, we'll have a phone conversation. He calls me the next day. I'm talking to the CFO, talking to the realtor, one other person. They said, what do you want to do with the building? We said, okay, we want to do this and help families and so forth, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the guy says, he, goes, he says, oh, that sounds great. He says, well, uh, do you guys have the cash in the bank? I said, no. He said, are you pre-approved? No. He said, well, how do you expect to buy this property? I said, well, we've kind of done it one time before, and I think we can kind of do it again. He said, oh, okay, we'll call you back. 
So they call us back the next day and they say to us, this is so non-traditional for us. These guys own shopping centers all over the Northwest. Portland, Seattle, California, Utah. He says, this is so untraditional for us. But you seem sincere. So we're going to give you an opportunity. We saw God begin to work miracles after miracles after miracle after miracle. I don't have time to tell you even the story about how we got the loan to get the building, but we got one. We had to raise, this was summertime, Pastor J.O., $450,000 in three months. Our church has never raised $450,000, period. <laughs> but in the back of my mind, watch me do the impossible. Watch me do the impossible. So, God begins to give us miracles and miracles. I had a, a Baptist brother. He called me and he goes, say, bro, you know, because, you know, Portland has the hipsters and that kind of stuff. And he called me and goes, say, bro, uh, let's go to uh, Applebee's and let's uh, get some wings, bro, and just kind of chop it up a little bit, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I'm like, I go back, hey, bro, I'm not really down for no wings right now. He says, oh, bro, you're going to be down for these wings. Come on, bro. <laughs> So I said, I said, okay, I'll meet you. I'll meet you in a couple hours. Let's go, let's go about 1230. So we get to go to Apple's. He, he goes, hey, bro, our elders heard you guys were trying to uh, buy a building, man. And, and we just thought we just want to kind of just kind of help you guys out. And so uh, we got a check for you for 50000 And the finances just start pouring in. Now, here's the day we're supposed to close. We have an agreement with the parking lot. The guys that have the parking lot agreement, they did not want to let the bank get first place. So the bank calls us. The day we're supposed to close, I'm doing a funeral for a young man who died of a brain aneurysm. They call me five minutes before the funeral, and they say, uh, we're not going to be able to do this unless you have somebody that has several million dollars worth of property we're going to put for collateral. I said, that's not going to happen. I said, there's no way we can do that. And I'm thinking, i got to go here and do this funeral. And we, we got this going on? Then they call me right back before we go in, I go in the sanctuary. They say, well, our, our, our president said, well, if you just come with $100,000, then we can do it. Where, I said, how much time we have to get $100,000? Well, you got about two hours. Where are you going to get hundred k from in two hours? We hit the floor. We started crying on my sisters, our, our administrator. We hit the floor. We start crying. Speaking in tongues, there's one guy I'd asked earlier for like a gift of $5,000. He said, I can't do it, man. He said, only come back to me if you really, 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 really need something. And so I'm praying I hear those words. If you really, 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 really need something. So I, I call him back. <laughs> I kid you not. I said, hey, man, we really, 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 really. He said, what do you need? He said, we need $100,000. We need $100,000. He says, okay, let me ask my wife. He don't go to our church. He calls me back and he says, okay, we'll do it. God gave us at the, at, at the 11th hour, 59 seconds, $100,000, and it gets better. 
I get a call from the bank that says, oh, we forgot to tell you about the closing cost. You need another $20,000 to close. Bring that with you. It's all the same day. So we get our elders, we go upstairs, we say, okay, there may be a couple people in the congregation. Let's try to call them and see if we can explain the situation. We couldn't get a hold of anybody. That, that funeral, my father was in my office. My father never goes into my office. My father, he doesn't even, he may come to church not on Christmas and Easter. He may come like once every five years. He'll peek through the door. But this time he was in my office. He wasn't feeling good. And he, and he knew something was going on because he knows me. And he knows I'm stressing out. He saw me going back and forth, back and forth. And he says, hey, man, come answer the telephone. And I'm like, Dad, I can't get the phone right now. I said, uh, he says, telephones, but I want to talk to you. He's like, yeah, I can't get the phone right now. He said, boy, come and get this phone. <laughs> so I go and I get the phone. There's a person that's on the other line. And he said, hey, your dad told me you're having a struggle right now. What do you need? He said, we need $20,000. He said, let me talk to my wife. <laughs> we went down and we signed. I got a call from the administrator that, say, that said, the 20,000 just came in. We've got right now, we've got even crazier stuff. I was telling Pastor, I mean, Pastor Joe, we've got some crazy stuff happening right now. But I say that, I, I share that story to encourage you to just pour some fuel because we've already heard that this is not Bersheva, right? Bersheva's coming. It's going to take some miracles and some open doors. And I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, it's going to be quicker than you think. It's going to be quicker than you think. I just believe that. I believe that. I just, you know, since financial outpouring, I, Patrick, I even I just from what you're doing and, and the call of God that's upon you, I just see that, 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 that heavens are going to begin to open up and, and resources, it's going to be like, it's, it's, it's multiple streams are going to begin to come in. And you're going to see like, a, it's going to be like one zero here, then another zero, then another zero. And you already know what to do with it. You, it's, it's already in your heart. You know what to do with it, man. You're going to plant churches. You're going to support pastors. You're going to sow into missions. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just going to be the, the grace of God. But the Lord says, this is going to be a season where you're going to see the miraculous provision. Jerusalem, for you guys, is church, for the call of God. The Lord says there's an open door that's coming. And it's not just, hear my heart, church. I could care less about money, really. I, 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 my thing is, man, I love people. I love, I love people, you know. But the thing is, is that you got to have the resources to do the work. And I just believe the Spirit of God says it's a season where you're going to see in unprecedented ways the miraculous provision of God coming into the house. There's vision that God has placed within you. You're not going to have to wait five years and ten years for it to begin, to, for it to happen. It's not going to be this long, drawn-out thing, but you're going to find resources in surprising places. For the Lord says, I'm going to accelerate this, and I'm going to cause your voice to be heard across the land. I'm going I'm, I'm to I'm cause your voice to be heard in the different echelons of society. For you will, you, your, your voice will be heard in the poorest of poor. Your voice will be heard in the places of the, uh, so, quote unquote, the high places of society. You're going to have a, you're going to be, a, they're going to say, she's a woman that we can relate to. And, and the Lord says, don't focus on yourself 
and don't say, God, I'm not qualified. Who am I? I, I can, the Lord says, no, forget all of that foolishness. The Lord says, I called you from your mother's womb. I placed my hand on you from your mother's womb. You have been called and signed, sealed, and delivered for such a time as this, saith the Lord. And you are going to go through, and you're going to break through, and you're going to see the miracles of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I want you to stand right quick, team. I want you to stand right quick. There may be some things in your heart right now, right? We've been saying, God, we want to sound, but let's just take a couple minutes and make a specific prophetic sound right here in this room. Open your heart. Open the cavities of your soul and begin to cry out to the God who said, if you call upon me, I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. So just open your voice and begin to call on it. Come on.
lift up your hands. Sing this again. Making the way. Making the way He opens up rivers in the desert. Highways in those desert wilderness places. Come on. He makes a way. Woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One more time, making a way, making a way, making a way where there was no way. Yes. Clearing the mountains from my eyes. Just stay standing for a moment because God wants to speak to everyone in this room at the same time. Because this word tonight, this was not just a sermon. This was a direct word from heaven. And God wants to do some things in this room. He has some business to do as we bounce off of what has been declared. That wasn't just a sermon. That was a prophetic utterance from the mouth of God. And I'll tell you tonight, as, as, as I walked into the hallways, we went and ministered to your children. Your children are beautiful. And they're supernatural. As we were walking the hallways, I heard the Spirit of the Lord say to tell this house and everyone in this room that you're about to not just move into a series of divine appointments, but into a lifestyle of divine appointments. And God is going to show himself strong. Can you imagine if every single person in this church just once a week each one reach one, each one reach one. Because I'm listening to the prophetic word that Pastor Mark declared, what is it, 14 years ago. And he said, I'm raising this church up not just to affect 20 or 50, but literally thousands. Now some people say, well, numbers are not important. Well, that's not kingdom. Numbers are important because each number represents a soul. And so you're walking into this, and, and I want you to say this Hebrew word from the verse he talked about tonight, from Jeremiah 33, 3, and I want you to say this word, Nagad. Nagad. Call unto me, and I will answer, and the word of answer, by the way, anah, anah means basic, it doesn't mean just answer, it means answer, respond. So if I say, say amen, you say your answer responding. God says, I'm going to respond to you. But then he says this. He says, then I'm going to show. And that is the Hebrew word, nagad. And nagad means not just to show, just, hey, here's smart water right here. But it means this, to be very conspicuous. Oh, somebody's going to catch this here. God wants to be very conspicuous through his church in this hour. Through signs, oh, I'm prophesying now, and wonders and miracles on campuses, in workplaces, in communities, come on now, ha. in the grocery store, in the coffee shop, at the restaurant, divine appointment after divine appointment after divine appointment, for the Spirit of the Lord says that I have qualified you. 
For many of you, you have to understand that you're about to experience breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough because what you went through did not break you. And so I'm looking at a company of people in this place tonight. You have a testimony. Each and every one of you have a story of God's glory, how he took you out of darkness and brought you into his marvelous light, how he took you out of your sin and out of demonic strongholds, and he's brought you here, and now you're standing fast in the liberty wherewith Christ has set you free. Now, says the Spirit of the Lord, I'm about to knock God you. I'm going to get very conspicuous through you. I'm going to stir up the gifts inside of you. I'm going to release the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, the word of discernment. I'm going to release the power through this people in this house. Guess what? What's taken 14 years, I heard the Spirit of the Lord say, 14 years to get to this point. Now all of a sudden, I'm going to accelerate you in the next 14 months. Two people, okay. Okay, five people, okay. I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna say it again. What has taken 14 years to get to this point? The Spirit of the Lord says that acceleration. It's coming upon this house and upon every household in this house and upon every person in this house, every lady in this house, every man in this house, every young person in this house, every child in this house. was taken 14 years. was taken 14 years. I'm about to get conspicuous, says the Lord. And in the next 14 months, mark this, in the next 14 months, watch and see God accelerate his word in this place. Come on now. Can somebody shout souls? One, two, three. Even louder, one, two, three. And we declare in this place. So lift up your hands right now. Because there's an evangelistic anointing on this house already. But it's about to explode. You're not just going to catch fish. Fish are going to jump in the boat. And the evangelism is not just standing on the corner with a megaphone saying, you're sinners in the hands of an angry God. Evangelism is not just going around just handing out tracts. I'm not against all that stuff. Evangelism is a lifestyle. And accompanying with that is signs and wonders and miracles. And so with every hand raised right now, as this word has been spoken, the Spirit of the Lord says, I'm about to get conspicuous with this house. And this house is going to be known in this region. It's going to be known in this area on another level. Oh, that's the place where God is. And so, Lord, we thank you for a release of this anointing now over the people of this house. Tonight, you're going out different. You're going out with a fresh anointing in this place. 
You're going out with anointing and what he was talking about tonight. This utterance is not just a word or a sermon. This is a word from God. And you're going out of this place. And God says, I'm going to be conspicuous. And I'm going to show you great and mighty things that you do not know. And so, Lord, we thank you for divine appointment after divine appointment after divine appointment to touch souls and lives and to bring restoration to people in Jesus' name. And somebody said, Amen. Amen. Before you sit down, because we're going to start moving here, before you sit down, I want you to high-five seven, 14 people. 14 people and tell them, God is up in here. Come on. God is up in here. 14 people. 14 people. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Here, sit down. 13, 14. There it is. Andrew, love you. All right? We're going to switch gears. I just want you just for about 30 seconds, let's just begin to pray in the heavenly language. Come on, begin to pray in the heavenly language. There's something stirring in this place. We're moving into a supernatural dimension in the word of God. Come on, just begin to open your mouth and begin to pray in the heavenly language. Come on, open your mouth and pray in the heavenly language. If you don't know what to say, just say, Jesus, just come. Jesus, just come. I invite you, Lord Jesus. Come on, just for about 30 seconds, because we're we're gonna shift gears, but we're gonna stay in the spirit here because we're moving here prophetically. He also showed to. 15 more seconds, come on. 14 more seconds. So Kodi Arabasa Shoto Yaramasa Shoto Yarabasa Sikoramabasa Shatoto. Five, four, three, two, one. A brother just gave me this rock. He picked it up himself from the well of Beersheba and gave it to me as a sign. Right here. Thank you, brother. Wow. Wow. I believe in this area there's actually a wall, there's a block to even women being released. I actually sense in the state of Idaho, there's a resistance to women. There's a resistance to women stepping into their place. There's actually a famine of the mother's voice in the house of God. And I believe today, tonight, God would come to you and he would say, rejoice, O barren one. And I believe if you listen real close, you can hear 
the sound, the sound of a mother's cry being released in the area, a sound of a mother's heart calling prodigals to come home, the sound of the mother's heart saying, North, give up the prodigals, South, give up the prodigals, East, give up the prodigals, West, give up the prodigals. I believe that there is the sound of the barren woman in this place saying, come home, come home. And God, right now, we release the mama bear voice in this region. We push against those powers. We push against those principalities that have even tried to silence your daughters, your mouthpieces, God. They were created to give you glory. They were created to sing your song. And I just this morning, as Pastor Patrick was sharing, I just looked at Pastor Radine, and I just, God has printed words for the women of this house, printed words, lots of printed words. And it's not just you. I believe that there are women in this house. And I just, it's, it's weird because Pastor J.O., you're the most releasing, like you're the most releasing pastor ever. You're just so encouraging. I feel so free here, but I just, I think there's just been a weird ceiling. There's been a weird limitation and it's, it's a region thing. It's a spiritual thing. And it's even been on you. And I just see tonight, God, cracking it open, breaking it open. And I just, I see, I see you preaching in this house, but I see you being sent to the nations and I see you taking women with you to the nations and I just believe that God wants to release a well of women's words in this house, in this time, in this season. And I believe that I believe that I'm supposed to pray for two groups of women. If you're in this room and you've been struggling to get pregnant, I want you to stand to your feet right now. Whoa, nobody? Okay. I was at a meeting. I had just miscarried my baby a few months earlier, and the doctors were like, you can't get pregnant. And a woman from South America started prophesying over that room, and she said, nine months from this day, your church is going to have a bunch of babies. And there were five of us in that room who literally got pregnant that day. We were all at the same hospital. We were high-fiving each other in and out. And I just believe that God wants to come and he wants to give you the cry of your heart. And God wants to come and he wants to give you a baby. And so Jesus, we're asking, you said that signs and wonders would follow those who follow you. And so God, I'm asking that you would supernaturally, supernaturally give her a baby. Thank you, Jesus. I, second group, I believe that there are women in here that you actually feel calling barren. You feel dream barren. There's been a call of God on your life. There's been a dream of God in your heart. And just like Pastor Mark was saying, it 
feels impossible, instead of letting God hear your cry, you've just put it on the shelf and said, nah, it's not for me. And if that's you, I believe tonight you're supposed to stand to your feet and I believe the sound of the barren woman is supposed to be heard up in here. I believe the sound of a woman who hasn't seen the things she's dreamed for, the things she's hoped for come into fruition. I believe that sound is supposed to be up in here tonight. So if that's you, I'd like you to stand to your feet right now. And I think we need to tell Idaho what the sound of a mama bear crying out to Father God sounds like. I want you to lift your voice. I want you to lift your song. I want you to release your cry to God. All oh, the heavens are open. God is raining down his blessings. He has not forgotten you. He hasn't put you on the shelf. This is a day of fulfillment. What was impossible is going to be possible. What seemed distant, what seemed years in the future right now, God is bringing into alignment. You're going to have connections with people you didn't even imagine. I just see your lives intersecting with just the right person at just the right moment. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know, Pastor Jerusa, we were, we were in the car on the way here tonight, and I gave her a word. He said, God is anointing you to open the door for women. See, I grew up my first pastor was my grandmother. She wasn't normal. She didn't bake cookies. She didn't know even know how to cook. She burnt toast. But she planted churches in China, in Japan, in the Philippines, in Africa, in the United States, in Canada. And I'll tell you, as she was praying here tonight, I just believe that that, that lids are lifting off of you right now, ladies. The limitations are being lifted off of you, but not just limitations from others. Hear the word of the Lord, but self-imposed limitations are being lifted off of you tonight, and you're going to see yourself differently, and you're going to move with another level of confidence in your anointing. Here, come, here comes the bride. And the bride with army boots on. She's got a wedding dress and she has army boots on. She's taking authority and everywhere she goes, come on now, she's taking ground, she's taking territory, and she's taking her family back, she's taking the city back. Come on now. It's powerful. It's powerful. Logan, stand up. I know your name's Logan because you're, I think you're assisting Pastor Mark. So I've seen you in the room and you've admired my shoes. <laughs> There's a pastoral anointing upon your life. And I see that God has you in this house and he is, you're in the school of the spirit and he's training you, and he's put you at the right place at the right time. But there's going to be a day where God's going to shoot you forth out of this place like an arrow. 
and God's going to give you a city, and he's going to give you a territory, and he's going to give you a land, and you will raise up as this house has a mighty work. The spirit of wisdom comes upon you now. And even in this time, God is giving you the ability to metabolize what he's doing in the spirit, in this house, and with your pastors. And you are watchers. You watch them. You watch how they move. They watch how they make decisions. You watch how they live their life. You watch their relationship. You watch their family, their children, their grandchild. You watch and you admire what God has done in their lives. And you're saying, God, I want that too. And the Lord says, I've heard your cry, and I'm going to raise you up, and you're going to be a deliverer of many, and you're going to preach the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, and many souls are going to be saved. And people are going to call you pastor. And they're not only going to call you pastor, they're going to call you father. For even spiritual fathership comes upon you tonight. You are going to be known as a father, even at a young age. And so the Lord says, don't wait for another day. Start functioning today. Start functioning in this today. I want you, here, we, 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 have, we have the barefoot wonder, and now we have Pastor Logan. Now, I'm not, I'm not ordaining here tonight, but just kind of the nickname. There's, there, there, there's PL right there. PL is in the house. But let me just anoint you and lay hands on you because there's something about impartation. So, Lord, we thank you for Logan, and we thank you for release, Lord, of this word. Let there be a performance of what has been spoken, and I thank you for the spirit of revelation, even in the word of God, to just come inside of him so that as he declares the word, it's going to go forth with power and authority in Jesus' name. Amen. I just want to piggyback on the word uh, Jerusha, Jerusha gave, and I just uh, feel like for Pastor Dale that um, just the inclusion of the women is going to open up the army in a whole nother way. And I, I, and I just believe, you know, you're not going to just send out some guys, but you're going to send out some women too. And I believe I, you're going to get, you're going to take some heat for it. You're going to take some heat. But, you know, you're a big boy. And, 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 and you, you, you know the word of the Lord and what God is saying. And I just believe that, you know, let people from the outside say what they're going to say. But, bro, this army in here is going to grow. It's going to, it's like, there's, gonna, there's, there's uh, <laughs> that word Patrick, it was just beautiful. The bride in the, in the army boots. There's just going to, there's going to come an anointing that's just going to rest upon you just to know how to release the army. I mean, you guys think you guys are released now? What's going on? I mean, man, in the days to come, it's like the commands are going to come from heaven. And they're going to just be downloaded. Bro, you're to function as a humble, tender man. But, bro, you've got general stripes in the kingdom. You've got general stripes in the kingdom. Hallelujah. I want you to hear this the right way. You're not hearing hear this the right way. You know, I know your heart, you know my heart, and, and you know, we, we, we serve with a towel and not with the title. Our heart, we love people. We love people. We're not about the title and, the, and about the iron rule. We serve with a towel. Wow. But I, but I want to say this, you're not just little J.O. You're not just this guy that's growing into something, and, and you're not just this uh, uh, J.O. from 10 years ago. Or 50, you are a general. 
in the army of God. Amen. The Lord says you, you are a general that's going to walk across this nation from place to place with just that, that apostolic anointing that shall be up on you, that shall be in you, and you're going to speak. There will be calls from other circles and other streams that will say, come and help us. Uh, put this in order. And you're going to, your, your, your joy is this, bro. This is going to be your joy. You and Radiant, it's going to be your joy. It's not just seeing what God's going to do for you, but you're going to be, your, your joy is going to be, you're going to go in other places and you're going to unplug dams. You're going to release things that are going to cause revival to flow. Man, I'm telling you, in the next five years, you're, you're a pastor. This is where he, he's not going no place. But bro, your schedule and what's going to happen is going to be off the charts. You think you're running now? You're going to be getting on planes, off of planes. You're going to be in rooms with movers and shakers in the kingdom of God. And you're not going to just be a little fly on the wall, but you will have a voice, and you will speak as one with authority, and they're going to listen. You will speak at some of the largest conferences and gatherings around this country. You will speak at large gatherings and, country, and, and, and uh, uh, conferences around the world because you'll be known as a man that has a heart for the people and a heart for the church. And people are going to love them some J.O. They're going to love them some Jonathan Owens. Why? Because Jesus loves him some Jonathan Owens. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yep. And I just, I just hear straight from heaven, the Spirit of the Lord says, write that book. There's a book inside of you that must come forth. And it's the story. It's the revelation that God's given you that's going to release many people. And so I just hear the Lord say, write the book. And, and it seems like it's just you've had the idea, the concept, but, but the Lord's going to cause this thing to click together. And as that book goes forth, many people are going to be transformed. Their lives are going to, they're going to bring them into new revelation in Christ. It's going to be so powerful. And you're going to, you're going to I see you just putting your, your finger on the map in different locations, even in the world. Because there's places that you're not going to be able to go to, but you're just going to put your finger on the map for certain places God's going to give you authority in. And you're not even going to be able to go there, so you're just going to put your finger, and God's going to honor your prayer, and revival's going to take place and bust out in those places. I'm telling you right now, there's something in the apostolic, in what you're functioning in in this season, there are nations that God's connecting this house to and already has, and, and, and there's just authority, you're just going to pray, and God's going to just burst out and bust out. Even in America, there are particular cities that God's putting in your hearts. Even as God put this city in your hearts, God has cities in this nation, even where part of the cities are going to be planted in this, in this nation. And I just see you even now in this season, God's going to start just putting finger on this place, finger on this place. And, and you're, you're going to just be like shooting those arrows as we have this man sitting right next to you shooting those arrows forth into different places and it's not necessarily I love what you're doing because it's not just about doing what everyone else is doing <laughs> you know I mean you know I've been part of a church and we have multi-site multi-campuses uh, there's a there's a different model that's coming out of this house that the church world's going to look at 
and it's going to be a New Testament book of Acts type of church that God's going to release through heart of the city and it's going to be all over this nation. The Spirit of the Lord even spoke to me as Pastor Mark was speaking and says, I'm going to open up Washington, D.C. to you. I'm going to open up. You're going to be an influencer to House of Representatives and to Senators. And I'm going to open up doors in that whole area even with judges. I hear judges even regionally and even in the federal level and even into D.C. I'm giving you an authority and the spirit in this nation to make a stand for righteousness, for a move of God, even in the governmental realms. I'm opening up. So, so get ready because God's going to do that thing and you're going to be a mighty voice. You're going to be my prophet and my apostle even in the government of this nation, says the Spirit of the Lord. Even in even in the capital. It's the capital city of Idaho. I don't even know. Boise. I should have learned that in school. Boise. Even, in the, even with the governor's office in this state, they're going to call on you and you're going to have connections into that place and to the decision makers of state senate and all of those things on the local level, God says, I'm going to open up doors and you're going to see righteousness come forth. Your voice must be heard, says the Spirit of the Lord. There's a gentleman right here pointing right to you, the plaid shirt. Stand up. Is your wife with you? Well, somebody knows you. Um, there's just, man of God, there's a sensitivity to the spirit that you have that's just off the hook. Like when God shows up, you just like, woo! You just... You know, let us be overwhelmed by this presence, this awareness of God's presence. And you're a presence carrier. But I heard the Spirit of the Lord say that you're a pillar in this house. And that God has raised you up to raise up future pillars. And it's like the spirit of Bezalel rests upon you. And he was there, you know, working with Moses to build the temple. And I just see that God's going to cause you to, you, the two of you, to pour into future leaders, people that God's raising up in this hour. You, have a, you, you can wear many different hats, and you have many different titles that you can flow in, and you're kind of like, just like the get it, get it done guy. But the Spirit of the Lord says that I'm causing an impartation to come through your lives, through your journey, through your story, through your experiences. I'm going to cause you to raise up a company of people. Even of this young army that God's raising up, I'm going to give you favor with this young army to raise them up in the fear and in the knowledge of the Lord to be pillars in the house of God. But the Spirit of the Lord says, I bless you and I bless your family now. I bless your family now. There's been prayers that you've been praying and concerns that you've had. And the Spirit of the Lord says, I've heard your cry. And now watch and see, for I turn hearts. And I bring relationships back together. And what the enemy's meant for evil, I turn it for good. And watch and see. For the Spirit of the Lord says, I do a quick work right before your very eyes in your family. Miracle after miracle. Miracle after miracle after miracle miracle. I see three miracles taking place right now in your family. Supernaturally, God does that. And by the time you get to Christmas, it's going to be the biggest party you've had in a long time. 
giving our hearts to Jesus all across the country. Oh, do you hear the sound? Do you hear the sound? Do you hear the sound of the trumpet? Rally, rally to the sound of the trumpet. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. There was a pastor over here. I heard New Life Church. Can you stand? Do you want Amen. What's your name, Pastor? Jeffrey. Pastor Jeffrey, good to meet you. Um, you know, we're talking about evangelism. I saw you just over here now as you stood up, and I just heard souls even in your church. And what's the name of your church? New Life. Yeah, New Life. I said it, New Life. Okay. And there is a fresh anointing coming in the house, a presence of God that's coming into the house whereby people from all different walks of life are going to come into your church and they're going to feel family, they're going to feel home, and they're going to feel the presence of God. And they're going to come in, like the book of Ezekiel says, they're going to come in one way and they're going to go out another. But the Lord says that I, even upon you, man of God, I just see your mouth just like a trumpet. And you're going to sound an alarm in Zion. You're going to sound the word of the Lord. It's going to come out of you. And there's going to be such a clarity in the word of the Lord. It's going to touch people right where they are. And every single service, people are going to get saved. I, I hear that. Every single time you gather together, people are going to get saved. That's been a cry in your heart. And God says, because it's kind of like, it's kind of like Kevin Costner in Field of Dreams. If you build it, they will come. If you make a salvation call, they will come. And I'm telling you, God's going to send people to the house to get saved. And he's even giving an equipping anointing to be able to equip people in how to walk in Jesus. And I see that the saints of the house, the people of your house, are going to walk in maturity. They're going to walk in fullness. They're going to walk in who God's called them to be. And what I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying even this time is that there's even a dream, even a location that you've been looking at. And the Lord says that I'm about to open up a wide door. But there's an anointing even upon Pastor Mark tonight as he spoke about just the provision of the Lord. And the Lord says, I'm going to cause provision to come. I'm going to cause provision to come for the location, for the increase I'm about to bring. Because i got to enlarge your boat now. i got to enlarge your tents as a spirit of the Lord for what's coming here in 2020. You've seen it coming. You've felt it coming. And now tonight the Lord's brought you here to tell you, yes, my brother, it's coming. It's coming your way. The move of the spirit is coming. The souls are coming. And the provision is coming. Where there is a vision, there also is provision, says the Spirit of the Lord. Right before Pastor Patrick came over, to, I, was, I was making my direction over to you as well, too. That's like the Lord just wants you to know that the workers and the laborers that you prayed for are coming. And God says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add many hands to the work. And it's going to be just some some folks are going to be green. Some folks are going to come, and they're going to have a right heart. God's not going to send you grouches. And he's not going to send you people you've got to deprogram. It's like, man, let them go back where they came from. But God's going to send you some people that are ready to hit the ground running with both feet, and their heart's going to be, what can we do to serve? And I just feel like the Lord said he wants you to know that he's going to protect your joy. He's going to protect your joy. There's been times when the enemy has tried to assault your soul and drive you into a depression and make you just, you know, make the colors of your walls just dark all around you and kind of blot out the sunlight. 
But God says, I'm not going to allow that to happen. I'm going to call the, I'm going to cause my joy that's in your heart to just be sustained and to be present. And it's going to be contagious. Your church is going to be called the happy church. People are going to be like, man, they laugh too much over there. They, they smile too much over there. They're almost be like, man, this, this, this can't be real. It can't be real. But the longer they hang around, they're going to say, you know, I was a frowner, but I'm a smiler and a laugher now, too. It's going to be a gift of joy that God is going to give your church that's going to burn like a flame and impact a place that's in desperate need of the joy of the Lord. You know what? And, and two more things. One, the spirit of church hopping is not going to be in your house. People are just going to hop. Your, your, your church is not just a place where people just a stepping stone for something else. They're actually going to come in there and they're going to land and they're going to be home. And I just heard something. There's, there's worship even in your heart. And there's a cry even for worshipers to be raised up. And I just hear the Lord say that the worship of the house is going to another level. And that you have a wonderful team, but God's going to even embellish the team and increase the team. And there's going to be sounds and songs that are going to be released out of new life that are going to be so powerful. And so the Lord says, guess what? For everyone that has left, and it's been painful, some of the losses that you've had, even at leadership levels, the Lord says, I'm replacing them with three now. And that's the covenant. That's the covenant I make with you, O oh man of God. And so you you you've been good. You've been like water off, you know, water just rolling off the duck's back, but also you do feel it. And the Lord just comes even to your heart right now. Because one thing about sheep is sheep bite, okay? And so you've experienced a few bites, you've a few bite marks around. But the Lord comes and even to your heart, I'm coming to you. And uh, he brings healing right now. Because there's a burden that rests upon a pastor. And you go through it because you, you, you love people. And so, and so sometimes there's been some pains and arrows and words and, 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 and comparisons and, and labels and things that try people to put off of you. But the Lord comes even to just do a healing work in your heart. And he says, I'm pleased with you. You're doing a good job. And I come today to reconfirm the word that I gave you even from the very beginning. Tonight, even as you go to sleep, I just hear the Lord say that I'm just coming. I'm going to waves of my glory are coming upon you. And you're going to stand up, and there's healing that's going to rest in you, says the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. God bless you, man. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I've got to be careful here because I, I feel an anointing. So I'm just going to machine gun for a few moments here. Marina, stand up. I know your name's Marina because... You've been, you've been with us, so it's not a word of knowledge. But I'll tell you what happened to us today. We were going to the restaurant, and I overshot. We were going downtown Coeur d'Alene. And so we overshot the freeway, or whatever, the turn off the road. And so we had to do a turnaround. And we, we, we actually went down the road, and we made a UE on Marina Drive. Does anyone know where that is? Okay. And I was like sitting there going, okay, God has something for Marina. And what it is is this, is there's an anointing on your life to teach the word and to preach the word. You have different giftings. You have gifts of administration. You have gifts of taking care of business. If somebody wants to get a job done, you get the job done. 
But there's an utterance gift. I want you to hear this. There is a substance inside of you that God wants to release through you in this hour. And you're going to speak the word of the Lord. I just see in so many different ways. You're going to prophesy the word of the Lord. There's such a prophetic anointing upon you. It's absolutely ridiculous. And uh, it's like you could just, you could actually just stand up here with the three of us and just be flowing with us. Because God just shows you things all over the place. But today the Lord says, I'm stirring up the gift afresh. And I'm causing you to step up to another level in your gifting. And I hear the Lord say, don't hold back any longer. Move in it, says the Spirit of the Lord. Move in it and you will see me work. And you will see the miracles of God flow through your life. The things that have been spoken over you for many years. And so it's like we just did a U-turn on Marina Drive. And God's going to allow you to people do people do to you U-turns. They're, they, they're going in the wrong direction. And then all of a sudden they're going to come to Marina Drive. And they're going to be put back in the right direction. Because that's the anointing that's upon your life. Man of God in the plaid right here. Yeah, stand up. Fire, 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 fuego, 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 fogo, fogo, fogo. The fire of God is upon you. And you are my fire starter, says the Spirit of the Lord. You are a, a, a Holy Ghost arsonist. And everywhere you go, you carry the presence of God. And I saw you over there, man of God, and the Lord wants you to know that he is pleased with you. It's like Jesus coming out of the water. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And that's when the dove comes down and rests upon you. Tonight, as we talk tonight about everywhere we go, there's divine appointments. You're a walking divine appointment. And I just see as you move into your future and you move into the purpose of God, that there's an anointing to touch people everywhere you go. There's a spirit of an evangelist that rests upon you. There's a prophetic anointing that rests upon you. And there's a shepherding anointing that rests upon you. And the spirit of the Lord says that in this time, I'm stirring things up in your life. I'm stirring. You felt it even in the midnight hours and in the middle of the night, God wakes you up and he meets with you. And in his presence, there's fullness of joy. And he comes in those times that he's downloading in your spirit. And everywhere you go, you're going to see miracles. You just have crazy, stupid faith. Like, you know what? You're like, you know what? They're blind. I'm just going to go ahead and pray because they're going to see. Ha, they're deaf. I'm just going to go ahead and pray because God's going to open up their ears. Ha, they're, they're in a wheelchair right now. They're going to get up in Jesus' name. And you have that kind of faith. You have, I'm going to say it just like it is, okay? You have like hospital emptying anointing on your life. Come here, come here, come here, come here. I want you to lift up your hands right now because the glory of the Lord's coming upon you right now. The glory of the Lord's coming upon you, man of God. The presence of the Lord is increasing. It's like God's going to use you to justify the geography in people's lives. 
So what's going to happen is mountains are going to be brought down, valleys are going to be lifted up, rough places are going to be made smooth, crooked places are going to be made straight, and the glory of the Lord is going to be revealed through your life, and everyone's going to see it together. Your, this is your word tonight. God's going to be very conspicuous through your life. And so the hand of the Lord comes upon you now. The glory of the Lord rests upon you. And he says to you like Gideon, you are a mighty man of valor. And the Lord says, I touch your hands for prosperity now. I touch your hands to prosper you, says the Spirit of the Lord. You're not going to have any wants or any needs. And I even speak it into your family, into the generations of your family. The blessing of the Lord is coming. The provision of the Lord is coming to your family. Get on the phone and tell them that God is about to provide supernaturally on their behalf. I don't know where they are, but I'm telling you right now, the struggles, even financially, that's been going on, the Lord says, I'm breaking this thing off right now, and I'm causing an influx, an inflow of prosperity to be released to your family, and all the days of your life, you are not going to have any financial needs. I'm taking care of you. Your cup overflows, says the Spirit of the Lord. You know, um, Pastor Moses Bay, wonderful, just servant of the Lord in heaven now. But he was at our church one time, and he was doing some prophetic, uh, prophetic work. And he was talking, he was telling about a time he was over in China. And he said they would bring people in, they would prophesy when they bring more people in. And he said he, keep, he kept noticing people going like this. And he said after a while it just kind of kind of bugged him. And so he, he, he asked the uh, uh, person who was the interpreter, he said, why do they keep going like this? And he said, oh, they just, every time they hear a word that's kind of good, they grab and they go, me too, Lord. Me too, Lord. Come on, somebody. You know, so, you know, so sometimes you're sitting here like, well, man, I hope they call me out. Listen, if you can grab it, me too, Lord. For this kind of back by the wall, maybe four or five rows, and I want, I want all you guys to stand. I just, just everybody back there in that corner back there. There you go, there you go. Maybe a couple more rows up. We're gonna, we're, this is gonna be a buckshot approach. I hear the Lord saying this. It's almost like I just saw like a little cloud, just like a little rain cloud that's over you guys. And the Lord says, I'm going to rain out favor upon you. There is a, me a new measure of favor that God's going to begin to pour out in your life. There are some young guys there, back there, maybe young women. You, you've got some issues with school going on about where you're going to go to school, where you're going to go to college, how's it going to work. Favor's going to come. There may be some people back there looking for employment. Favor's going to come. There may be some relational things. Favor's going to come. Some business. The favor's going to come. Just lift your hands. I don't know what the situation is, but I prophesy today by, by the word of the Lord that the favor of God is coming upon you. And the favor of God is going to give you access 
into those places and into those things that God has purposed for you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now listen, before you sit down, I want you to turn and just put a hand on the person next to you and prophesy to them. Look them in the eye and tell them the favor of God is up on your life in a new dimension. Hallelujah. given you great vision. It's prophetic vision and prophetic insight. And I heard that the Lord says that promotion doesn't come from the north, the south, the east, or the west. It comes from the Lord. And you've been faithful in your seasons. And there's been some difficult seasons. And the Lord has brought you a mighty long way. I'm reminded of the scripture in Psalm 66 where it says, you know, we went through the fire. We went through the flood. You allowed men to ride over our heads. But now you brought us, I love the King James, you brought us out. Brought us out into a wealthy place. And the wealthy place is the Hebrew word revayah. And it doesn't just mean wealthy. It also means the place of satisfaction. The place of contentment. The Spirit of the Lord says that you've gone through season after season after season where even hope has been deferred. And there's been certain hopes that have been deferred. But the Spirit of the Lord says, guess what? When desire comes, it's like a tree of life. There's a wellspring of life that's coming up inside of you, almighty woman of God. For I even stir up the prophetic mantle that's even in the family line inside of you again. And I bring a freshness in your spirit, says the Spirit of the Lord. But even in your financial life and career life, I speak promotion. I speak now, says the Spirit of the Lord, a provision that is coming your way that is going to cause your cup to overflow. For the testimony of the Lord will be this. People will look at your life and say, look what God has done. If he can do it for her, he can do it for me. And you're going to lay hands. I'm telling you right now, you got healing in your hands. You're going to lay hands on the sick, and they're going to recover. You see, God's stirring up the anointing. I feel like Paul, who told Timothy, he said, stir up the gift of God that's inside of you. And so you thought you came here to see your brother, but actually you came here to see your father. And he comes and speaks over you and over your family. Over your family and the prayers that you've been praying now. There's ones that are just, you know, that, 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 that in, your, in your family that are just out there. The seeds have been sown, but the enemy just has them out there. Some couple hardheads, in fact. 
But the Lord says, I'm coming. I'm softening hearts now. And I'm changing things right before your very eyes. And I speak salvation to your house. I speak the word of the Lord that there's going to be a recovery and a restoration in your house. Says the spirit of the Lord and victory. It's like the old song. Victory, victory shall be mine. And that's your declaration in this hour. Victory, victory shall be mine. And so get ready, woman of God, because guess what? By the time you get to your house, you driving back tonight, when you get into your house, you need to go and do a little victory dance. And go ahead and put your feet on the head of the enemy and say, the God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath my feet says the spirit of the Lord hey you know the business people in this room you have a business you're an owner stand up okay that's the first group now here's the second group you don't have your business yet, but you have a business inside of you. Stand up. Here, give me some numbers. Is this like 30%? 30, 40, 35? 30%? A third of the room? Business people? I want you to lift up your hands. Kings and priests. I love it in the book of Genesis because when you look at the life of Joseph, the builder of the storehouse to feed the nations, when you look at his journey, you realize that in every part of his journey, there's this continuing phrase, and that is this. No matter what stage he was in, there's this continuing phrase that everything he put his hand to do, he prospered. He prospered in the pit. Woo! He prospered at Potiphar's house as a servant. He prospered in the, in the prison. Woo! And he also prospered in Pharaoh's court. And I speak a word of prosperity over you today. The Hebrew word for prosperity is the Hebrew word shalak. Salach. You have to spit to say it. You got to hack something to say it. Salach. And it means this. It doesn't just mean to prosper. It means to push forward. It means to accelerate. And what I hear the Spirit of the Lord say is that I'm causing your business to shlach, to prosper. Oh, lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Because some of you have been going through some struggles. Some of you don't even know how long you're going to keep the doors open. Some of you have been wondering, you know what, did I get myself into the wrong thing? But I hear the Spirit of the Lord say, I'm blessing. The, see, one of the wells that God has given this house that we talked about last night is the well of business. And so where that well starts is with you. And you're going to draw from that well in this house. And your business is going to prosper. As so the Spirit of the living God, I thank you for the business women and the business men that are in this house. And Lord, I thank you now that 2020 is going to be the greatest year yet. It's going to be the best year, and it's going to be the most blessed year. I prophesy this now. You have ever seen, and you're moving out of the red into the black in Jesus' name.
Come on now. You're moving into a place where concepts, ideas, fresh ideas are going to come. Some of you need to start using social media for your marketing. Some of you need to look at your business and get a business plan and an, a new idea for what you're doing. But God wants to do this. He wants to breathe. He wants to breathe fresh on your business because guess what? what who, here's who's standing in front of me right now. Here's who's standing in front of me. Can you handle this? I'm not from TBN, okay? I don't go around preaching. You're going to receive 77 blessings if you give $77 right now. But what I see before me are multitudes of millionaires that are in this house. This is the word of the Lord. And so God blesses the fruit of your hands. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. Everything you put your hand to do, you prosper. There it is. I'm going to say it again. And somebody needs to do what Pastor Mark said. Do the Chinese. Already? I prophesied the word of the Lord. Everything you put your hand to do, you're going to, say it with me, prosper. Oh, i got to try it one more time because there's got to be a little fire behind that. Everything you put your hand to do, you're going to prosper. In Jesus' name. 